Welcome to Video Marketing Secrets, Simple Strategies for Outrageous ROI, a podcast by The Draw Shop. Here, you'll learn the most creative and cutting-edge video marketing strategies to help you attract, nurture, and convert your ideal customers throughout your entire sales funnel. I'm your host, Summer Felix Mulder. Please join me for this newest episode. Okay. How excited am I today because I have one of my favorite marketers on the podcast and you are all in for such a treat. So today you've heard me talk about her a lot on the podcast. You've probably um, seen emails where we are talking about um, things that we've learned from, from this particular marketer. She's got like the top business podcast out there. Um, let me just tell you who she is because I'm so excited. Amy Porterfield is on the show today, and we are going to be talking about how she went from being an ex-corporate girl, she calls herself a yes girl, nine to five, working all the hours, um, trying to start her own business, trying to scale all of those things to now running a multi-million dollar online marketing business. And you're going to learn all about how she does that. And we're also going to talk about something really, really cool that you may have considered or you may not have even heard of or thought about, but adding a digital course to your business, taking the genius that you have and the expertise that you do every single day, whether it's work with a, a client one-on-one, whether it's um, a certain process that you're doing, Something that you do each day that you are an expert in, that people probably come to you and ask you about, how do you do this? How did you do this so well? Or how did you help that person get from here to there? That's a course right there. And we're going to talk about how you can create that genius and turn it into a profitable, I can't say profitable, profitable digital course in your business. So we're going to talk about how you can do that. Uh, you might have some questions. You might have a little bit of fear around that. We're going to address all of that good stuff. And we're going to talk about what that means for your lifestyle if you do add that to your business. How to do it, what's the first step, all of that good stuff. So listen in because this is one of those things that if you do decide to implement is a 100% game changer. And I can tell you that because it has been for me working um, working with all of the materials that Amy Porterfield has brought out into the world in so like such easy, digestible, like engaging, awesome ways has been a game changer for my business. Um, and I just, I'm so excited that she's going to share all of this genius with you today. So get ready because it's going to be awesome. Amy, I'm like beyond excited that you're here. You have no idea. And all of you listening are just so freaking lucky right now because of the things that we're going to talk about. So welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. So thrilled to be here. Thanks so much for having me. So this is going to be really cool because, you know, a lot of my audience, I talk about you a lot, so they know who you are. They know my love for turning your genius into, you know, really great assets like video, which is what we do. But now we're going to talk about how people can take the genius that they have in their business, the things that they're doing every day, 
and turning that into a profitable digital course. And obviously, you are the number one best person in the world to talk about this. But before you know, we get into all of that stuff, and I have some really good questions for you, but I wanted to see if you could share first your journey into creating this multi-million dollar business. Because I know you started, you know, with a nine to five job, then you had your own business, you were fulfilling the services of your own business. And it was kind of like, how do you scale when you're the one doing all that? So that's like a big burning question. So if you could share your story, that would be amazing. Okay. So I always say I'm an ex-corporate girl turned entrepreneur, but really accidental entrepreneur. I always thought I'd be in corporate. I always thought that I would climb that corporate ladder. And I, I really loved the security of the corporate job and having a paycheck and the benefits and insurance and all that good stuff. I really enjoyed that. But what had happened was I, I worked in marketing for Harley Davidson for a bit and then started working with peak performance coach, Tony Robbins. And I was the director of content development and got to travel the world with Tony and work on the content that he does on stage at Unleash the Power Within and Date with Destiny. If you know Tony, you know those events. Oh, yes. And, and, and they're incredible. It was like a beautiful opportunity for sure. And I was there for a while and then at one point, there was this meeting he had, and he met with these internet marketing guys, and I got to sit and take notes, very humbling. I was there to take notes, and I realized there's a whole other world out there, and I didn't understand what that world really looked like, but I wanted a piece of it, and I had started to work on digital courses inside the Robbins organization, so I had a little bit of knowledge, but really, my expertise was in online marketing and social media, so I thought, I, I don't know. I got this bug and I like this feeling I need to be my own boss. So I started to think, how can I work when I want, where I want, how I want to work? What is this going to look like? So over the next year, I started to think about different ways that this might work. And the only thing I could think of is I could do social media for small businesses that I knew well. So yeah. I took the leap, went out on my own and started doing social media and for small businesses. And I did that for a good two years. And what happened was I ended up getting all of these clients. So I had like eight to 10 clients at one time and they all felt like they were my bosses. I did not know how to say no, no boundaries whatsoever. Yeah. So instead of working for one big guy, Tony Robbins, I had like all these little mini bosses telling me what to do. And in the same situation where I didn't feel free at all. And so I created a business I did not love and realized either I'm going to have to go back to a nine to five job or I'm going to have to figure that out. And this is when digital courses started to become a really big part of my future. And I started to experiment. But let me tell you, my first few digital courses were not a success. So it was a little bit of a rocky road, to say the least. Well, that's... That's what's so amazing is to hear that they weren't a success at the beginning because that's the, that's the scary part. You know, people are like, I don't think, what if nobody cares? What if nobody, I'm going to, you know, send out these emails and nobody responds. And that's, you know, that's so much of the objections, I guess, that people would have, you know, of why they're not going to start something. It's always that fear of nobody's going to care, but you you know, I've gone through your, all of your materials, everything that you put out and it's so reassuring and it works. It's like incredible how I just love the way that you communicate with your students in really understanding where they're at, what their fears are, because you've been there. Yeah. And so, and then you know how to overcome that. It's just, yeah. I, I love that so much, but okay. So here's, here's the big question. 
people are like, okay, I know that there's these things that I do for my clients. I know, I like, how do I turn what I do into a course? Like, do I even have a course in my business? That's the big question people have. How do you know if you have that? Okay, so I come from the belief, and I've seen it over and over again, that everybody has a course or multiple courses in them right now. And the reason I know this is because in order to create a successful course, you need a 10% edge, which means you're 10% of those ahead of those that you want to serve. So that means you don't need years and years of certification. You don't need tons of education beyond what you know right now. All you need is to have gotten results, which is a big deal, gotten results for yourself or for somebody else, a friend, a family member, or a client or customer. And you're willing to teach how you got those results. I was talking to a woman just today and I was saying, look at it like this. Let's say that you have never ran a marathon and your best friend who has also never ran a marathon and was kind of out of shape figured out in three months how to go from being totally out of shape to running a marathon and having the best experience ever. And you look at her and you're like, how did you do that? Tell me all the things. How long did you train? What did you do? What did you eat? What tennis shoes did you buy? How did you figure all this out? And she's like, okay, girl, sit down. Let me map it all out. You wouldn't say to her, well, what kind of certification do you have to be telling me about what kind of tennis shoes I should buy? Or what does your education look like? No, you want the results because she got those results and you want them. So you want her to tell you the way. That is a digital course. I know I'm simplifying it, but you want to learn from people who have gone before you. That's how your students are going to feel as well. And so if you're willing to show them the roadmap of how you got there, you have a course in you. So whether it's something in your personal life that you've done really well, maybe you have sold out Airbnbs and you're like, I could teach someone how to do that in my sleep, or you're really good at gardening or meal prepping, or it's something in your business that you maybe do one-on-one with clients, but there's people who can't afford you. There's only so many clients you can take. So if you took that model and tweaked it to work inside a digital course, and I promise a one-on-one model will absolutely work in a digital course, I've seen it hundreds of times, then you can have a course inside of your business. It doesn't need to be the only moneymaker. It could be a way to supplement your revenue as well. Yeah, totally. That is so, that is so true that that process that what you go through one-on-one right there is a course. And so many of us have that. So the next question, of course, is if like, if we're looking at the marathon runner, but there's other people that already teach that. Yes. This one comes up a lot. Yes. I'm already doing what I want to be doing. And who am I to be teaching that they have more education or they're better on camera than I am or whatever your excuse might be. Yeah. And the thing is, there are almost a billion people in this world. And I promise you there is space for you. I'm sure those who are listening have heard this before, but no one's going to teach it the way you do. No one has the stories, experiences, or quite the nuances that you have how and how you will lay it out into a course. So when I came on the scene many, many years ago, I taught Facebook marketing. That was my first digital course. I can promise you everyone and their brother was teaching social media. It was like the wild west. Everyone was a social media manager back in the day, and they were teaching the stuff that I wanted to teach. But if I let that stop me, I would not be here today telling you about how incredibly powerful digital courses can be. So you put blinders on, you run your race like a racehorse, meaning you put blinders on, you can't look left or right, you're only looking forward 
and you just put your head down and get your work done because the people who want to learn from you specifically, they will find you if you continually to put yourself out, if you continually put yourself out there. So you never, ever can worry about it's already been done before because every single course I've seen created in my Digital Course Academy program, it's all been done before, before those students have done it and they still have massive success. Yeah, it's so true. And it's it's really about people learn differently from different people. They connect with you more. And the more that you're willing to go out there and actually connect, people love that. I love that. I mean, that's probably, you know, I remember first learning from you. I know there's other people that, you know, teach list building or other things that I know you can find it. You can search it on Google. There's all of these different ways you can learn it, watch a YouTube video. But I was like, but I connect with her and I, I, I'm learning from you and it just makes sense to me. And that's making me progress. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's why social media is so important. I always say, if I had to choose between an email list and social media, I'd choose an email list all Mm -hmm. day long. But I do have a love of social media in the sense that it allows people to get to know you. When I used to use social media before, I wouldn't really mention my personal life, my husband or my dog scout or where I live in Nashville or anything like that. I wouldn't really share that because I thought no one cares. They just want to learn how to create digital courses. And when I started to share more things about myself, the fact that I've always struggled with my weight and I feel insecure on video, or when I share about my struggles of getting this business off the ground or worrying about what everyone else is going to think. When I started to share the real me and what really was going on in my head, that's when people started to say, I want to learn from her. I feel like she's going to be honest with me or I can relate to her struggles or I love the way she teaches because she's open and honest. Whatever it might be, I had to show my personal side a little bit more for people to really trust me. That was something I learned the hard way. I didn't do it for a very long time. So, but you're right. People are going to gravitate toward you because they like your teaching style. They like who you are, what you're about, but you got to put it out there. You got to let them know. Show them you're a real person. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay. You said something that, and this is going to be huge for, for our audience video. You're insecure on video. I'm insecure on video. You know, it's just, it's some people love it. They thrive They're You know, no one would ever know that with you, right? I mean, you do incredible, your courses, it's you on video, but what about those people that are like, I cannot, I know I could put a course together, but I don't want to be on video. I'm so scared or social media. Do I really have to go on video? What, how do we help these people? Yes. Let's talk about this. <laughs> so yes, you are a hundred percent right that I, I've always struggled with video. Of course, I know now that when you see me on video, she's like, she's confident. She can do it. She does video all day. I do video all day. So I've gotten better at it. But I remember the day, this is a long time ago, that Facebook Live was created. It came out into, I finally got access to do Facebook Lives. And I remember thinking, I hope it fails. I hope Facebook Lives never work out because I don't want to have to get on video on Facebook all the time. Like that's how much I did not enjoy video. And so for me personally, it was just continuing to show up on video Every single week, I was doing more and more video. The more I did it, the more comfortable I became. In the beginning, though, it was painful. I was very insecure, and I really did not enjoy it. However, 
I did enjoy selling my courses. I did enjoy having a lucrative business. I did enjoy connecting with my audience. And video was my vehicle to be able to make an impact. So I knew it was like, at the time, a necessary evil. I know that sounds horrible to say video is a necessary evil, but for me, that's how I saw it in the beginning. So for those that are watching or listening now who really struggle with video, the first thing I'll tell you is for your digital course, you don't have to do video for your dig first digital course. I'd love to see as, you're, as you launch the course over and over again, maybe you add some video, but many courses are just uh, audio and slides audio and slides. Your message matters more than anything. So if you mm -hmm. have a really good message and you, a really great roadmap, which I teach people how to put together roadmaps for their courses, yes. then that's what's going to be the most important thing. So first of all, I always say, keep it simple, get fancy later. So you do not need a lot of bells and whistles, including a lot of video inside of your digital course. However, you do need to show up on video, like you mentioned, social media. It, it is a necessary part of growing an online business. So what I want you to do is ease into it. I remember yeah. earlier, many, many years ago, I gave myself a challenge that I was going to do a 15 second video on Instagram stories every day for 30 days. And that was my way of kind of like just getting into it over and over again. Repetition is the mother of skill and it helps me immensely if I just keep doing it over and over again. So that was my little challenge to myself, but I played tricks on myself to say, how can I get more video out there? I promise you it gets easier, but you have to do it consistently. And it's not fun in the beginning. I agree. No, it's not the most favorite thing I do. Yeah. No. And you know what, if you think about, you know, we're, we're, we're business owners that are, that are listening here. If you think about so many of the things that you do now, that in the beginning, when you started your business, you were so uncomfortable doing, but now you're like, I can talk to people on the phone. I can work one. You know, even if, if you are working one-on-one -on -one with somebody, that first client's really scary, right? Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, how am I going to deliver these results? Can I do this? Can I, but you do, you start to realize I, I got this, I can do this. I love the challenge of every day. Cause that's something I'll struggle with, you know, and I'll have my team saying, you need to show up more on social media, you know, or they'll give me these little prompts of things to do. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. It's <laughs> and so good. It, the challenge is so great. Cause it's just one, you know, even if it is just like 15, 30 seconds to show up and say something, all of a sudden you're like, okay, this is becoming a regular thing. I can do it. And then your mind is like opened up to getting creative of, Hey, I know what I'm going to say tomorrow. I know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like I got this. <laughs> so true. You yeah. know, I got to share with you. I'm 13, almost 14 years into my business. And I recently got on TikTok, and, uh, it's very uncomfortable. I actually <laughs> do not enjoy it yet. And, um, but I want to, I always say if I'm not uncomfortable, I'm not growing. So I, I have to always do things that are out of my comfort zone. And I called my social media manager today and I'm like, are we sure we want to do this? Like I'm making these videos every day right now. So not only do I not love to do videos, but on TikTok, they're a little bit different and quirky and, yeah. and all that stuff. And, and I'm not dancing. So that's not even going to be a factor here. But, uh, I found myself saying like, should we really keep doing this? And then I'm like, scratch that. We said, we're going to do it. Let's keep going. I'm doing a video a day. So I still 13, 14 years in still do these little tricks to help myself uh, become a better marketer and entrepreneur. So my friends, you're not alone. I still do it today. Yeah, no, that's, that's so good. I'm definitely going to implement that, especially with teenagers in the house. I got, I've got support there. <laughs> Yes, that's great. You got some work labor there. Uh, yes. Take advantage of it. <laughs> so, okay. Let's talk about 
the biggest obstacle that people face when it comes to saying, okay, so somebody is listening to this right now and they're saying, okay, I do have something that I do with my clients one-on-one. If I could deliver that to them in a way that was more affordable, reach more people, bring more value to their lives without them having to pay more to work with me one-on-one, that sounds awesome. That sounds great. How, like, where do I begin? How do I even do that? What's the, like, what's the the biggest thing that people don't actually start? Yes. Okay. So you, especially if you want to take what you do one-on-one and turn it into a digital course, the number one obstacle is most people believe that that can't be done. They'll say, but Amy, I, I'm a marriage therapist. And so I work one-on-one with a couple. They tell me their, their frustrations. I talk to them about it. Then they go back. We go back and forth. How are you going to put that into a digital course? And what I always tell them is that you might meet with people from all different walks of life, different races, sexual orientations, different people, different experiences. But at the end of the day, I can guarantee you that you can choose a few different or uh, uh, determine a few different themes that are challenges they all face, challenges and desires they have and pain points usually are always the same. You find yourself repeating things over and over again, just in different ways because the people in front of you are different. Mm -hmm. So first you want to figure out what are those pain points? What are those challenges that I can help solve through my digital course? So that's where you're going to focus on instead of, wait, it's so unique with each client. At the end of the day, it actually isn't as unique as you think it is. And that's a limiting belief that's keeping you from scaling your business. So that's where you start with that. But then on a more global sense of anybody who wants to create a digital course, it usually starts with what kind of problem do you want to solve or desire do you want to meet? So it's the topic of the course that you want to think about. And I always break it down into four quadrants for my students. I tell them, first of all, you want to think about where's your expertise, your knowledge, your know-how? What are you really good at? What could you talk about all day long, either your profession or just something you're really good at? Think about that area. The next thing is think about if the people you want to serve, if you know who they are, what are their challenges? What are their pain points? And can you take your expertise and their challenges and and marry those together? But you also want to think about what are people paying attention to or spending money on? Does your topic that you want to teach have podcasts about it or books out or other courses? That's all good stuff. You want there to actually be conversations about that topic in the marketplace. And then finally, what lights you up? Never create a course on something that you don't absolutely love and want to talk about because you're going to talk about it a lot and Mm -hmm. you might get tired of it sometimes, but you got to keep going. So in my course, I get into those four things really in depth, but that's really creates the sweet spot of the topic you want to make your course about. So that's really the first place you want to start. Yeah. I feel like if you're, if you're clear on that and know exactly what it's going to be, then it's so easy to give clarity. It's easy to take off. Absolutely. So I know, you know, just, I know a, a few, probably a lot more than a few of really successful stories of your students. And what's really cool is that some of them are in niches that I've never even heard of. And they have done wildly well. And it's so cool that it's like some people are like, well, you know, I'm, I'm a calligrapher, like, and it's like, there's this whole amazing course and there's this whole big, huge market for people that want to learn how to do it's, it's awesome. I love this so much. So that's another, just something I want to point out for people that are just kind of like, 
do are people really going to want a course on this? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> they, do. they do. And it's, yes. it's just awesome. Can you, that being said, can you share like one or two of some of your favorite success stories from your students? Yes. So one of one of the stories that I love to tell, because a lot of people can relate to, I have a student, his name is Rob Green, and he's a photographer. And he knows tons about photography. He's been in it for a long time, very, very skilled. But he wanted to create a course during COVID, but had never created a course before. And he decided to create what I call a spotlight course. Now, a spotlight course is where you take one area of your expertise and you go deep into that one area. And so he decided, I'm going to create a course on flash photography. I always get asked about it. I have a few special techniques that maybe other people don't know about. I'm creating this course. So he put together a course about flash photography only, and it's a spotlight course. So it's not promising huge transformations. He's not going to make someone's business over or make them tons of money or help them lose a hundred pounds. It's nothing like that. It's just a skill that they could really hone in and perfect their craft. And so he did this and he had a hundred people on his email list, a hundred people. And he decided I'm going to go out with this course. And he made $12,000 the first time he put his course out there. And I love this story because one, it's very specific, one area of expertise. Two, he did not have a huge audience, but was still able to make amazing money. And so I think that's important to remember uh, that you don't have to have a huge audience and you can still be successful with courses. But let me tell you one other story. I have a gal who she uh, works one-on-one with fiction writers. So she would actually help them write their book. And she worked one-on-one and knew I can only reach so many people with this one-on-one work that I'm doing. And it started to burn her out. Usually a lot of people that work one-on-one, even if they really love the work they do, you hit a place where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed and so um, I've reached a place that I can't get past because there's mm-hmm. only one of me. So she decided to create a course where she's going to help you get your first draft of your of your fiction book written uh, through her course. And she was able to do this and made $40,000 her first time out. And I tell this story because she took a process that she was working one-on-one and writing a book is very personal. The stories, oh, yeah. the style of writing, all of that. But she was able to say, but they all have the same challenges when they're writing their first draft. So she identified the challenges, put them into a digital course, and now she's able to serve people one-on-one if she chooses to and also have her course. Because one person said to me, well, Amy, if I create a digital course on my one-on-one work, then no one's going to hire me. Totally not true. Some people love to learn through one-on-one access and they have the funds to do so. And a lot of people do not have the money to hire a one-on-one writing coach, but they really want to learn how to do it and they're willing to invest in a course to do so. So they're different audiences, my friends. So you can absolutely have a business that thrives with both. Yeah, that is so true. And, you know, as you're, as you're saying that too, can we just touch on what it means to the business owner or the person that is working one-on-one to their, just their lifestyle in general, like what something like this can actually do for your, your bottom line in terms of, you know, revenue for your business, growing your business, but also just your life. 
Yes. So one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about teaching how to create digital courses is because it will scale your business, meaning you're no longer trading time for dollars. And so to me, when I talk about digital courses, there's never a time that I haven't mentioned the word freedom. And -hmm. when I say freedom, I mean financial freedom because you're no longer hitting a glass ceiling or that time for dollar trade. And also for there's financial freedom, but there's creativity freedom. You, when you create a course, you get to create the curriculum. You get to decide how you support your students. You get to decide if you want to show up for them every single week or maybe just once a month. It's on your terms, which is a beautiful thing. A lot of times when I get really stressed out with my business, which it happens, I'll complain to my husband, Hobie, and he'll say, you should talk to your boss about that. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that I get to call the shots and I get to change things up when they're not working. And with a digital course, if something is not working for your lifestyle, you get to change it up to make it work the way you want it to work, which is a beautiful thing. But also the freedom of lifestyle to work when you want, where you want, how you want. In my business, we do a four-day work week. I've got 20 full-time employees all across the U.S., and we work Monday through Thursday, eight hours. And the reason I want to do that is because I want my team to feel refreshed in the work that we do and to feel like they can give their all. So one extra day is a sweet thing to actually recharge and get back in the game. And so because the work we do allows us to have a business like that, it creates all ultimate freedom. So creativity, freedom, time, freedom, financial freedom, and just the ability to create the life you want. I believe digital courses do that for people. Yes, absolutely. And by the way, that four day work week, my team is on it. We're like next, that's a next quarter goal that we're working on. So yes, I love it. I love it so much. (laughs) So good. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, this is just such a game changer. And what I love so much about it is that it really is for any vertical I mean, any industry, any business, whether you are a business owner or whatever it is that you do. I mean, there's so many people that, you know, they're in some type of um, a a job that they're doing each day, but they have kind of a side hustle. It's like, but there's only one of them to do that side hustle. And so they can only do so much. But if creating something like this, that you, you know, you put your, you're putting all of your genius into this course that can just literally get out there to so many more people than just that one. And that's the other thing when you're, you know, when you love what you're doing and you know, you're bringing so much value, it's such a good feeling to know that you can actually scale that value without having to scale yourself. You know, yes, that's huge. You can scale the value. You're not scaling yourself. I love the way you put that. And that reminds me, When you talk about scaling the value, one of the reasons why I teach people how to create digital courses is because if you put the time, energy, and effort into creating one digital course, I teach my students how to launch that digital course over and over and over again. So we're not reinventing the wheel. One of the things I learned from working with Tony Robbins is he said the entrepreneurs that actually are in it to win it and they continue to grow and scale, they are not recreating at every turn. They're not starting from scratch. So I have digital courses that I have launched year after year after year. And then I put some of those on Evergreen where every single day they're making me money Uh, when I wake up in the morning, I have made money from a digital course that has been running overnight to people in different countries. Like that's incredible. So you can have consistent revenue and you don't always have to start from scratch. That's the most beautiful thing about courses. Yes. Oh my gosh. There's so much, so much goodness. So 
let's talk about where people can like actually now that they're all pumped up and excited. Okay, like what do I do? What's the next step for me? <laughs> yes. What can people do? Okay, so one of the first things that I want anybody who's thinking about creating a digital course, I want you to think about and maybe just do like a 10 minute exercise and write down all the areas where you've gotten results for yourself or for somebody else, or even easier when you tell people what you do or when they see you out in the world doing your thing, what questions do they ask? What do you constantly hear from people? Because I want you to start identifying areas where you might want to create a digital course because that spark of an idea will actually get you to move forward to even try more things. I have a boot camp coming up, depending on when this is going to air. And in the boot camp is the cheapest thing I offer. It's $47. And I do live trainings in the boot camp to help you kickstart your digital course journey. I help you create, uh, decide what topic you're going to create. I take you through those four quadrants in a deeper level. I help you figure out what type of course you're going to create a starter course, a spotlight course, or a signature course. I explain all of them, give tons of examples of each, and then you decide. And then from there, we decide on what you're going to price your course. Because once you decide on a price for your course, then you can do a little course math and see what's possible if you were able to get that out into the world and launch it over and over again. And then inside the bootcamp, I also teach how to kickstart your email list because you want an audience to sell to. So a lot of my students are creating a course from scratch. They've never done it before. But while they're putting together their course, they're also uh, growing their email list at the same time. So when their course is done, they have an audience to sell to. So we get into list building as well. The list building is is phenomenal. And we've implemented that into our business. And it's I mean, it is probably the most valuable asset that that we Amen. have because you yes. have these people who are just all about you and what you have. So anytime you have something new or you're going to re-promote something, whatever it is, they're right there ready and waiting. And like, you know, yes, there's social media as well, but it's not, it's like, there's just that email list that you own is yours yes. <laughs> and you can share all of, all of the awesome value that you have. So yeah, that, so that's powerful. like such an incredible add on yeah, to, to what you have. Yeah. Um, well, I know that we have a special link where people can go to take part in, in the boot camp. Um, so we put up a special link for, for all of you listening. It's real simple. Just go to the drawshop.com forward slash D C A. So that stands for digital course Academy. So the drawshop.com forward slash D C A, and you can get in on all this awesomeness. It's so much fun. I've probably done it. You know, we've, we've done all of our, I mean, we've done so much with, with your programs and every year I'm still like, I got to be a part of the lives. I got to Got to get in there because I love that. I love so, that you're part of our community. And oh my gosh. Done so it, many amazing things. I love the work you do. Oh, I love you. how you do it. And so to say that you're part of my community is such such a compliment. So I, I just love to to hear this from you. But I do believe that the boot camp is such a great way just to get your feet wet. Is this right for me? Let me explore this because what I hear over and over again from my successful students is that why didn't I do this years ago? I thought about creating a course and I sat on it and I did all the other things. Why didn't I do this sooner? Because it makes my business so much easier to generate revenue. So that's why I did the boot camp. I thought, let's get your feet wet. Let's see if you like this idea. Then you can dive deeper in with me if you want to, but it's yeah. a great place to start. It is. And the whole your community is just, it's contagious. The energy is just, uh, you can't help but get excited each day. 
Yeah. I feel very fortunate. You're so right. (laughs) Amy, thank you so much. You just dropped so much value and so much thought for people to consider and I hope take action. If anything, like you said, just explore, get your feet wet because it could be the one thing that you said, like you literally will look back and go, oh my gosh, what if I had not done this? So. Thank Take you advantage. so much for having <laughs> me. You. I really hope I get to meet a lot of your your community members as well in the boot camp. So thanks Absolutely. again. Thank you. The Video Marketing Secrets Podcast is brought to you by The Draw Shop. To learn more about The Draw Shop and how we can help your business grow through the power of video, visit thedrawshop.com slash secret. Be sure to search for Video Marketing Secrets on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at The Draw Shop, thank you for listening. Thank you.